Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And now to talk about Panthers and Dolphins down there in one of my favorite places in the world. This is a man that I met doing a video for the ACC Digital Network. We forged a friendship and then when I went down to Miami uh, by myself uh, a few years back, he and I linked up, had some dinner on the, the I guess you call that a canal or whatever it's called. Wow. Uh, you know, we hung out that night, hit up a couple of uh, nightlife spots, mm-hmm. and uh, had a pretty good time. So without further ado, Miami Dolphins beat <laughs> reporter get the details on that. for the Sun Sentinel is my man David Faronis. What's up, baby? What's going on? Mr. West, Mr. West, what's going on, man? Good to hear from you. <laughs> what's going on, man? I had to, you know, give him the background, tell him about yeah, uh, that, like that, that day in Miami when we were running around, you know, eating. Is that a canal that we had dinner on at that place? <laughs> uh, a, a river. Uh, uh, the on, r- on the river, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. In Miami. Yeah. Yachts floating by. There's a lot of on the beach, too. This was, you know, a, a little bit more uh, in the city and uh, and on the river that's there in Miami. So. Yeah, man. Yachts flying by us in the background. I'll show you some of the pictures during the break. Please do. It sounds like <laughs> a fun <laughs> trip, man. It sounds like it made a real impression on you. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, David's oh, a, a good fresh. guy. <laughs> yeah, man. He's a good guy, man. So, all right. Panthers. Dolphins, this is a matchup that down here or up here in Charlotte that the fans just have uh, zero hope about. They feel like that this is just going to be the beatdown for the ages. But uh, where are the Dolphins at at this juncture? And should Carolina fans be as fearful as it seems like they are uh, at this point? Yeah, I think Dolphins fans are probably down here looking at it a lot the same way uh, from the opposite end, mm-hmm. uh, just feeling very confident that the, the Dolphins should should uh, just steamroll this team that comes in zero and five here. And uh, the Dolphins, they they start off uh, really hot, three and zero, a couple of uh, strong road wins against the Chargers and against the Patriots, and then had the uh, the, the beatdown of the Broncos uh, seventy to twenty in Week Three, and then. Coming off that high, they kind of hit a low where they went uh, on the road to a division rival in the Buffalo Bills and then got humbled a little bit. They lost 48-20, so a four-touchdown uh, loss after um, you're, you're just rolling and then you, you're still reminded that the Buffalo Bills are the three-time defending AFC East champions. And uh, that was a harsh reminder. They uh, they came back with another strong uh, performance back at home against the Giants, uh, another team that's struggling, but... Still had their uh, their share of errors, three turnovers in that game, but uh, a, a team that's able to win by two touchdowns despite losing a turnover battle, uh, three to nothing, uh, with their speed across the board and uh, Tyreek Hill, Devon Achan, who's now injured, but yeah, you know, they're going for long touchdowns. So uh, Tua Vailoa getting it going, but he had to he has to rebound from a couple of uh, careless interceptions that he had. So uh, I think a lot of people in Miami are just looking at it as another. Uh, what is commonly referred to in the NFL as a get-right game, and then just moving forward after that because then they have a, a tough Sunday night football matchup at the Philadelphia Eagles to follow. David Ferronis joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at David Ferronis underscore. And so uh, this Miami defense, though, 23rd in total yards allowed per game, but they do uh, have the most hits on quarterbacks so far. So what's your perception of Bryce Young? And is there any thought that uh, this could be a game to where he could even come out and have perhaps his best game as a pro and be able to uh, get some yards and get some offense going for the Panthers? 
Well, and I even asked uh, defensive coordinator Vic Fangio uh, for the Dolphins, a story defensive coordinator who actually was the Carolina Panthers' first uh, D.C. Uh, he goes back uh, that far in, in uh, this type of level of, of coaching, obviously has been a head coach in the NFL. If uh, if he would try, if he would be more enticed against a young quarterback to uh, send him some more blitzes. He's not known to be someone to blitz that often. He, uh, he likes to have his guys sit back in different zone coverages, although disguising different coverages, so it's not like it's always the same looks with the two high safeties and such, but uh, but different coverages. And, and he says, no, he, he likes to keep it consistent. It's not like he's going to blitz more just because it's a young quarterback and try to confuse him, but uh, be consistent in, in, in his beliefs, in his scheme, and then uh, still maybe throw in some of those exotic blitzes, blitzes which uh, he, he does enjoy doing uh, just more so as an element of surprise when he does it less than uh, than doing it too often, which – down here in Miami, the previous defensive coordinator, Josh Boyer, he seemed he always had a high blitz percentage, so it's it's quite the contrary. Uh, for a defense, it's kind of uh, shifting because they previously under Boyer and previous head coach Brian Flores had a lot of guys on defense that were built for that scheme where they played a lot of man on the um, on the outside and uh, sent heavy blitzes. Uh, if, if people remember uh, when uh, they played Lamar Jackson, that's how they were effective against him and sending a lot of guys, a lot of bodies at him. And then, uh, so it, it's a, a, a difference in philosophy. David Fangio. Sorry, go ahead, David. Oh, yeah. So then now under Fangio, it's kind of just, a, they're going through a little bit of, a, of an adjustment, a changing period in why they're not maybe where they want to be in the defensive rankings, but uh, they had a nice bounce back against the Giants, kept them out of the end zone uh, uh, defensively. Uh, it was only a pick six that the Giants scored. So, and getting the pass rush going as well, had seven uh, sacks and the quarterback hits that, uh, that Wes mentioned there. And so you talk about the defense here a little bit, David. What has happened to this Dolphins team overall when they've struggled, so to speak, having the close game against the Patriots and, of course, the actual loss that they took to the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, and I wouldn't even pin uh, that that road uh, close game on Sunday Night Football as so much of a struggle against the Patriots because uh, it was before they kind of hit this tough uh, patch that the Patriots are on, getting blown out by the Saints and those back-to-back Bill Belichick worst losses that he's had in his career. So uh, they were kind of still playing some strong-ish football uh, at that point of the year, and it's always tough in the division uh, to win on the road. So uh, some people still had that game as sort of like a trap game for the Dolphins. that uh, They had to go into Foxborough and, and, and get a win. So uh, that one is more so just, tough division rivals going against each other. The Bills, one thing that uh, really faltered for the Dolphins there is that uh, Stephon Diggs ate them up. Uh, Xavier Howard, uh, obviously this team doesn't have Jalen Ramsey uh, yet because they traded for him, but he had that knee injury early in training camp, so he won't have a, a return to play until the middle to late portion of the season. But Fabian Howard would be the other cornerback. He's a four-time pro bowler on one side. Vic Fangio didn't want to uh, switch sides with his cornerbacks, so they had Diggs going uh, primarily on the opposite side, going against the second corner, Cater Kohu. And the Dolphins never adjusted, and uh, Diggs just uh, he flat out uh, won that matchup and, and exposed them. So uh, that's how he had his 120 yards, three touchdowns. And that was really where I felt that game was lost uh, for sure. Um, David, when you look at Miami's offensive line, we know that Tua is the fastest to throw the football at the time of the snap compared to any other quarterback in the NFL. But what does this offensive line look like? I know they've had a couple of injuries so far this season. Yeah, the offensive line is a huge key to that. And uh, Tua, regardless of who's in front of him, like you said, he does get the ball out quickly. That's something that he had to pick up early in his career when he was playing uh, behind one of the worst offensive lines for his first couple of seasons. And in order to keep guys off of him, he had to (laughs) release that ball very, very quickly. So 
Uh, Austin Jackson at right tackle, which is to his blind side as a left-handed thrower, uh, has been really strong in his fourth year. He was, he's had to shed this bust label after he was a first-round pick in 2020 and uh, had a couple of injuries last year where he barely played uh, with that ankle, but uh, has come all, come along really strong this season. Uh, Toron Armstead, four-time Pro Bowl left tackle that they picked up, uh, who was with the Saints uh, all those years, and then uh, they, they signed him last year. Uh, so he earned his fourth Pro Bowl here in Miami, and he's had uh, a, a, a several uh, injuries uh, so far this year. The latest, the knee that he left the Buffalo Bills game. So uh, Kendall Lamb has been uh, there by uh, Filling in for him uh, rather well, uh, but still uh, is liable to give up a sack. I know uh, a struggle against Brian Burns, one of the elite pass rushers in the league, and a South Florida kid as well, who I covered well when he was in high school. And then the other thing is uh, center Connor Williams. Uh, he's a guy who played a lot of guard in his career with the Cowboys, came over last season, transitioned to center, and the Dolphins' offensive line is just so much better when he's in there anchoring it. And uh, and Liam Eikenberg, who his backup, had struggled when he's been uh, out of the lineup. So Williams is dealing with a groin injury. He just missed a second consecutive practice today. So now his status is, is in doubt after he did return uh, rather successfully against the Giants last week. So, David, last thing when you get out of here, when you look at this Carolina team on both sides of the ball, uh, who is the player on offense and then on defense that uh, the Dolphins are going to have to target the most to have success? Yeah, uh, that that the Dolphins will have to watch out for on Carolina. I'd go, uh, yeah, receiver Adam Thielen uh, to me. So um, maybe would he entice Fangio to uh, decide to now uh, switch sides with his cornerbacks? Would he want uh, some Xavier Howard uh, uh, shadowing him, or will he stay consistent and, and see how it goes, just uh, leaving uh, the two uh, corners on, on their side? And then uh, defensively, obviously, you have to watch out for uh, Brian Burns. Uh, uh, on the pass rush, so uh, especially uh, you don't want Tua to get hurt. Uh, that, that's a huge key for the Dolphins this season, and with a banked-up offensive line, you want to make sure he's protected, so I'm watching out for him, and, and I think uh, Von Bell uh, at safety has uh, done a nice job for them uh, so far over there as well, so uh, Tua had a couple of, uh, of interceptions last week, so he's going to have to bounce back from that and, and put together a more, a more consistent performance uh, this week. All right, that was David Faronis joining us, Miami Dolphins beat reporter for the Sun Sentinel. Sun Sentinel. Go check out his content on his Twitter page, at David Faronis underscore. David, we appreciate the time, man. I know uh, it was rainy and dreary here this morning, but uh, enjoy the weather down there in paradise. Oh, no, it was very rainy yesterday. Yeah, you, you know South Florida weather enough to know it's a— uh... It's very bipolar where it's just sunny and then, uh, and then a downpour the next minute. All right, man. Well, no doubt. Well, we'll, we'll see you down the road. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys.